0: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA.
2: This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio.
3: Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that charts the hits and misses of everyday history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're looking at the potentially tall tale of William Tell. The Swiss marksman who disrespected a hat, shot an apple, and founded a country, all in the same day. The day was November 18th, 1307. According to legend, a Swiss farmer and skilled hunter named William Tell shot an apple off his son's head with a crossbow. The spectacle occurred after Tell offended the agent of an Austrian duke and was ordered to prove his marksmanship to save he and his son's lives. Tell became a folk hero from that day forward after making the shot, and he remains a symbol of political freedom in Switzerland even today. In some ways, the legend serves as a kind of origin story for the country. It takes place at the turn of the 14th century, when the valley communities of the Central Alps first formed an alliance known as the Old Swiss Confederacy, the precursor to the modern state of Switzerland. By 1307, these communities had fallen under the control of the Austrian Dukes of the House of Habsburg, a powerful German dynasty that still exists today. Among the most tyrannical of these foreign rulers was a man named Albrecht Gessler. He was positioned as a representative of the dukes in Altdorf, the largest town in the Swiss canton of Uri. In a petty show of strength, Gessler placed a Habsburg style hat on a pole in the center of the town square and declared that all passers by must take off their own hats as a show of respect to their subjugators. One day, a local farmer named William Tell strolled into town with his son, and when they reached the market square, Tell didn't take off his hat. He was immediately seized and taken before Gessler, who had heard that Tell was a crack shot with a crossbow. Gessler decided to toy with the man and put that claim to fame to the test. He ordered an apple to be placed on the head of Tell's son. Then, he told the farmer to march 120 paces back and to shoot the apple with a single arrow. If he failed or refused, both he and his son would be executed. Tell took his position, loaded his crossbow, took aim, and fired an arrow directly into the apple. When it was over... Gessler asked why Tell had placed a second arrow inside his jacket, since the contest only allowed him a single shot. Tell replied that if the first arrow had pierced his son, he would have shot the second at Gessler, and he wouldn't have missed. As you might expect, Gessler didn't take kindly to the threat. He ordered that William Tell be tied up again, and this time taken to a dungeon on the other side of Lake Lucerne. Gessler was so eager to witness Tell's suffering that he accompanied him to the dungeon himself. Or at least that was the plan. While making their way across Lake Lucerne, a violent wind is said to have kicked up, and since Tell was the only man aboard strong enough to steer through the storm, he was released from his bonds. Tell steered the boat to the safety of a flat rock along the lake's south shore. Then he jumped ashore and kicked the boat along with Gessler and his crew, back out into the choppy waters. From there, Tell trekked through twenty miles of dark forests and mountain passes until he arrived at the main road leading to the castle where he was meant to be taken. Here, he lied in wait until Gessler and his men finally made it to shore. When he had the man in his sights, Tell appeared from behind a tree and shot Gessler dead with that trusty second arrow. After dispatching his foe, William Tell traveled to the nearby meadow of Rutli, where he met with leaders from three neighboring cantons who longed to overthrow the Habsburgs who seized their land. The four men swore a legendary oath that day, the most popular version of which comes from the William Tell play by Friedrich Schiller. One English translation reads as follows we shall be a single people of brethren, never to part in danger nor distress. We shall be free, just as our fathers were, and rather die than live in slavery. We shall trust in the one highest God, and never be afraid of human power. Once the rootly oath was taken, the representatives ordered bonfires to be lit on the mountaintops, a signal that the uprising against Austrian rule had officially begun. The story of William Tell is a cherished part of Swiss culture, and that remains the case whether or not it actually happened. The revolt against the Habsburgs and the birth of the Swiss Confederacy, that all happened for sure, though evidence now points to it occurring in 1291, not 1307. In case you're wondering, We're sticking with the 1307 date for tradition's sake. After all, that's the date they still use in Uri. But as for William Tell, there's no proof he ever existed or that anyone in the region actually made the two famous arrow shots that made him a legend. In fact, the first written account of Tell's feats didn't appear until the late 16th century, about 250 years after the events it describes. In reality, the story of William Tell and the Apple Shot was probably borrowed from a similar legend that got its start in Denmark. The story then became intertwined with the true history of the founding of the Swiss Federation. The Apple Shot gets most of the attention, but it's that meeting in Rutli that was truly notable. It was a risky prospect that a loose collection of towns and villages could come together to rebel against a common oppressor and establish their own form of government. The people of the old Swiss cantons were bold enough to take that chance, whether an apple was involved or not. No one knows for sure if William Tell really existed, but his story has been a symbol of Swiss pride for over 700 years and counting. The truth is that his spirit of defiance has real meaning either way. It's an inspiration. Not just to the Swiss, but to anyone who stands against the bullies of the world. The type who would rather see you dead than let you disrespect their hat. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you liked what you heard, you can keep up with the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Show. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. That's always appreciated. And lastly, you can also write to us at iHeartMedia.com. I'd love to hear what you'd rather shoot with an arrow, an apple or a hat. And in either case, which kind? Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.
2: For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA, and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy.